Let the peoples praise you, God. Let all the peoples praise you. Let the nations rejoice and shout for joy. For you judge the peoples with fairness and lead the nations on earth. Let the peoples praise you, God. Let all the peoples praise you. Psalm 67, verses 3, 4, and 5. Good morning, IBCM. It's another new day, another new week. All a gift of God's grace and mercy to all of us. So, how are we going to live this day? And how are we going to live this week in obedience to God? That is an important question as we arise and get the day started today. I hope and pray you had a great weekend. I surely enjoyed uh, spending time with our family, my mother and sister and nephew in East Texas. And Cindy and I, just about 45 minutes ago, arrived back to our apartment in Birmingham, Alabama. But I wanted to spend a few minutes with you anyway as you start your day today. I also enjoyed our worship time yesterday at IBC Manila, and I hope that you enjoyed the time of worship as well. Some of you may be members of other churches and may not even be in the Philippines. You may be elsewhere. And it is our hope and prayer that this daily, this short little daily devotion each day is not uh, your only meal that you have in God's Word, that you feed on God's Word yourself during the week at other times, and that you feed on God's Word uh, with in fellowship with other believers on Sundays as well. That's so important. Well, as we continue to uh, just slowly work through the book of Proverbs, we come to chapter 15 today. And like every chapter in the book of Proverbs, chapter 15 is filled with nuggets of wisdom and truth that can shape our lives. But today, I have taken note of just one verse in chapter 15. When we read through the chapter, we see uh, God speaking to us about our tongue, how we speak. We, we read God speaking to us about the importance of, of discipline. We, we see the importance of uh, making uh, God's word and God's heart our treasure that, rather than uh, material wealth. We also see the importance of walking in the right path uh, of, of obedience and faithfulness to God. But verse 3 is the verse that really captured my heart today. So let's, let me read, let me pray, and then I'll read verse 3, and we'll talk about it this morning as we get our day started. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this new day. Personally, Cindy and I just want to thank you for a pleasant and safe travel today back uh, from East Texas, back here to uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Thank you for giving us a pleasant travel, a good time together, and a safe travel. Such a beautiful weather and a beautiful drive. We give you praise. And as we read in, from, from Psalm 67, Lord, you are worthy of all the praise that we could ever give you. We thank you that you are such a great God. So now, Lord, as we are starting our day with you, we pray that you will inspire us, that you will teach us, that you will encourage us, that you will challenge us, that you will remind us that we are living in your presence, that we are your children, those of us who have trusted in Christ Jesus. We are your children, and, um, 
you have commissioned us to live obediently and faithfully and to make disciples of all the nations. So we look forward to this day and this new week as we live for you. We thank you that you're going to teach us through this one verse in Proverbs 15. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. All right, Proverbs 15, verse 3. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Let's let that sink in just for a minute, shall we? The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Solomon goes on to write, observing the wicked and the good. Now, that is a powerful verse when you think about it. So let's think about a few things as we meditate on that word from God. Most of us online this morning are what the world would call ordinary people. None of us are famous. We're not uh, leaders of, of nations. Uh, we, most of us don't have great accomplishments in the world's eyes. We don't have to worry about the paparazzi following us around all day or or we don't read our names in the newspaper or see our faces on the TV or the movie screen. We are just ordinary people. And sometimes it's easy for us to think that we are essentially insignificant. In our world today, we usually consider significant people as those who have made great achievements, who lead great nations or businesses, who were great athletes, are uh, great performers, people who were great, who were famous, who were wealthy, who were powerful. These are the people that our world considers significant. And so it's easy for us to think that we are just insignificant people. But that's not the case. We are ordinary. Yes, we are. But that does not make us insignificant. No one will ever see what we do behind closed doors. No one will, will see most of what we accomplish in life. But according to what I read in Proverbs 15.3, that does not make us insignificant. Proverbs 15.3 that we just read reminds us, that, uh, reminds us of the always present, knowing everything, God. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, and he is observing both the evil and the good. No one is so insignificant as to be ignored by God, and nothing is trivial to God that God overlooks it. So there are two sides to that coin. When we are feeling insignificant, when we're feeling that God does not care, when we're feeling that he doesn't see the struggle and the hardship and the discouragement and the brokenheartedness that we're experiencing. Proverbs 15.3 reminds us that yes, he does. He sees. When we accomplish something, when we are faithfully obedient to God, when we sh faithfully share the gospel, when we serve others sacrificially and with great generosity and, and, and uh, humility, we might think no one noticed especially if no one packs, pats us on the back. Proverbs 15.3 reminds us that God sees. 
The other side of that coin is that we can sometimes forget that we never are living without someone watching. Sometimes we think that no one's looking. And when we think that no one's looking, we are sometimes prone to do things that we would not do when someone is looking. I think you know what I mean. But we are never in that situation. God is always looking. And so we can't hide. We can't hide our sin from God. We can't even hide our thoughts from God. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, observing. Now, there's something very significant about that word, observe. In other translations, it, in the, for example, in the uh, English Standard Version, it's, it uses the phrase, keeping watch. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere, keeping watch. And that indicates that God is not just seeing. He is observing, which means that he is inspecting. He's evaluating. He is also preparing himself for an appropriate action, because that's what the phrase means. It means to observe, examine, assess, and prepare for the appropriate response. So think about that now. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere observing. And he's observing both the evil, those who have no faith, belief in God, and he's observing those who are good. And in the book of Proverbs, those who are good are those who fear the Lord, who have faith in God, who are walking in paths of righteousness, who are acquiring from the Lord godly wisdom. Yes, God is full of grace and mercy. God is forgiving. 1 John reminds us, 1 John 1, 8 and 9 reminds us that if we confess our sins to God, he is faithful and just, just to cleanse us of all of our unrighteousness. But we cannot get lax in our faithfulness to God. We cannot misuse his grace to live a life pretending to be out from under his gaze. We must remember the blunt force of Proverbs 15.3, that God is watching, he's observing, he sees, and he's preparing for the appropriate action. And what are the appropriate actions that God takes to what he observes in our life, in our conduct, what he hears from our mouths, and what he sees in our thoughts and ambitions and desires? Well, when he sees wisdom, when he sees a heart that is for him, when he sees a desire for obedience, when he sees us speaking words of kindness, giving, uh, uh, performing actions of humble service, sharing the gospel, when he sees us, observes us, obeying him and his word, then the appropriate action he takes is blessing and reward. That doesn't get us into heaven. We can never do enough to merit salvation. But we always want to please the Father. And when he sees a heart 
that is bent on pleasing him, he rewards us, he blesses us. On the other hand, when he is seeing and watching and observing and observes that we are disobedient and unfaithful and are entertaining evil and wicked thoughts and speaking harsh and cruel words and being selfish and harmful and unfaithful, the appropriate action is to allow us to suffer the consequences. So, as we begin this day, as we walk out the door, we are remembering that the eyes of the Lord are everywhere, observing both the evil and the good. I think I've told you, well, I, I don't think, I know I've told you the story uh, that one of our grandchildren uh, asked uh, his mother one time, is it true that God is always present and always seeing everything we do? And, and our daughter gave a positive answer. Yes, God, God uh, is always present and, and sees everything we do. And his response was, that's annoying. That's makulette. Well, that's from a child's view, but let's understand that it's not annoying if we are obeying. His watch, his gaze, his look upon us is a look of grace and mercy and love. Even upon the evil who are wicked, God's look is one of grace and mercy. God's look is one that wants to draw that person and all of us into a loving relationship with him. So here we are, starting our day, living in the presence of the present everywhere God, who is also the knowing everything God, seeing us today. Father, thank you for your word, and thank you for the opportunity to remember that you are omniscient, you know everything, you are omnipresent, you are always with us, always present. And then this proverb reminds us that you always see. You see us. We are not insignificant. What we do, especially for your kingdom, is never insignificant, never trivial. You reward us when we live a godly life. And you discipline us when we are unfaithful and disobedient because you love us. And we thank you. We thank you that we have a Father who does not neglect us, does not ignore us, never takes his eye off of us. Thank you, God, and we praise you. Now, now Lord, we pray that you'll continue this week to keep us healthy. Give us wisdom in our interactions with people so that we can stay safe. We are, we are asking you every day, Lord, to, to end this pandemic so we can get back to the kind of of socialization, fellowship, relationship, ministry, and making disciples in Metro Manila. We're looking forward to that day. In the meantime, we wait upon you. We keep our eyes on you. We seek your heart. We study your word. We cry out to you in prayer, and we allow you to grow us up to the maturity of Christ during this time, during this season. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day, and I'll see you in the morning.